I am so blessed to be preaching here. Nakikita ko lang sa Facebook tung uh, uh, place na ito. Last time I was here was in 2020, January 2020. Hindi pa ganito ang itsura. Meron pa mga spaces dyan, hindi pa, hindi pa gawa ang floor. Uh, but uh, I, am, I am so blessed to be preaching today. Hindi, uh, it's, it's, it's a realization of a vision that Tim had shared with me before. He said na when we were still worshiping at that uh, building in front, he said, I'm gonna, we're going to buy this land, we're going to ex- buy an expansion, and then we're going to build a building that can accommodate 500, at least 500 people, 1,500 people. And this dream has happened. This vision has happened. And not only this building, but we have another building in Pennsylvania Avenue. God is really good. Okay, God is good to those who are faithful to Him, those who are obedient to Him. And, uh, and uh, I'm, so, I'm so blessed that uh, I'm given this opportunity to serve, to preach the word to you, to my brothers and sisters. Um, yes, I, I was uh, one of the few members who started, you know, uh, this church. And we were, many years ago, I don't know, I don't even remember what, what year was that. I think it's 1992, 1994, something like that, when we started just... Uh, about three couples and a few single people. Sama si Tita Lolit, si Lolit doon, and uh, yeah, we, we we migrated from one place to the other until we ended up here in this church. And I'm so glad to see the faces that I have been seeing every time I come here. Napakaganda ng feeling na, oh, andito pa rin si Lolit, andito pa rin si Ami, andito pa rin mga familiar faces. Oh, sarap ng feeling. At mas masarap ang feeling na nakakita ng mga bagong mga mukha. Wow! Amen! Hallelujah! At nandito kayo. And I hope that uh, you will multiply more and more so that God's word will be, will be shared, will, will bless mo- many people in this community. Yan ang ating goal, to reach out to the lost. Okay? To reach out to the lost and share Jesus Christ to them. Kaya, ang topic ko ngayon ay blessings and curses. Blessings and curses. Alam niyo na kung anong blessing, biyaya yan. Okay? So, lahat tayo gusto nating ma-bless. Sino bang ayaw ma-bless dito? Wala. Lahat tayo gusto ma-bless. And uh, some people just want the blessings. That's why they come to church. But without understanding what the real blessing. Okay? what the real blessing is. And that's what I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to talk about curses also. Ano sa Tagalog ang curse? Sumpa. Okay? So, God provides blessings and He also curses. And I'm sorry to hear that. Parabang awkward. Parabang ganun bang Panginoon? But He does. Okay? If you read your Bible, you will see God is angry at people. is cursing people. He cursed the first person. He ever made. Okay? So we'll, we'll, we'll go to the first uh, verse that is written on your outline. Okay, before that, let's go to our Father in prayer. Maraming salamat, Panginoong Ama, sa, sa pagkakataon na ito na marinig namin ang iyong salita, na magamit mo ako para may share ang iyong banal na salita sa mga kapatid, mahal na kapatid dito sa San Fernando Christian Community. Thank you for this opportunity, 
Lord, and may, may you open our hearts and our minds fully to, to receive the gospel that will be preached today. And I pray that this lesson today will teach us to be more faithful and to, to uh, uh, have this motivation to share the word of God, the, the gospel to other people. Panginoon, gamitin niyo kaming lahat. Hindi lang yung mga leaders, Panginoon. Pati yung mga, mga nag-aaral pa lang. Gamitin niyo, Panginoon, sila para maabot ang mga nawawala mga tao dito sa komunidad ng San Fernando. And uh, use us powerfully, Lord God. Just as you have used Tim and Bambi and all the other leaders of this church. Bless us now, Father God, as we uh, listen to your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so Matthew 27 sa outline ninyo, 45-46. Bigyan ko muna ng konting background. We, everybody knows what happened to Jesus Christ, right? Uh, before he was hung on the cross, he was tortured, he was uh, beaten up, he was ridiculed, he was mocked. He, every, every unimaginable uh, beating he received from the Roman soldiers. And then he was hung on the cross. And then we see Matthew 27, verses 45 to 46. And let me read. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock in the afternoon. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lema sabatani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? My God, why have you abandoned me? Panginoong Ama, bakit mo ako pinabayaan? It sounds like the cry of a desperate person. Well, of course, he's desperate. He was hanging on the cross. He's tortured, beaten up. And this is a person who is 100% God. Right? Do you know that? Jesus Christ who walked on earth, who stayed here for, for 33 years. He followed the law. Okay? Perfectly. He had no sin at all. He did not break any law at all. Was there ever any other person who did this, who walked on earth? Nobody. Not a single person. Everybody broke the law. Every person violated the law. And here's this. Jesus Christ, 100% man, 100% uh, God, hanging on the cross, crying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And he was talking to his father. His father. Since eternity passed, ever since the beginning of time. I don't know what time is that. Because there is, God is not bound by our time. They were in complete, perfect unity with each other. They were in perfect, complete fellowship with each other. They fellowship with each other. They love each other. And now Jesus Christ, the Son, is hanging on the cross, crying, Bakit mo ako pinabayaan, Panginoon? Now, in order for us to understand the reason why He's crying, Why have you forsaken me? I want to bring you back to, to the past. Okay, in the Garden of Eden, when God created man. You believe that, right? God created man? 
Some Christians believe that man came from apes, from, from monkeys. So, well, they're entitled to their opinion. But the Bible says we are created by God. And so God created the first man, and he named him Adam. Everybody know who Adam is? Yes. Okay, so Adam was blessed by God because they were fellowshipping with each other. God breathed his spirit into Adam. So they walked, they they fellowship with each other because Adam had no sin. No sin. He's like God. He was created in the image of God. And, and, And God blessed him. This is true blessing. God put him in the Garden of Eden. Hindi kung saan-saan lang sa, sa mundo na ginawa ng Diyos. Kundi sa Garden of Eden, it's a beautiful paradise. There's ri- beautiful rivers. There's gold. There's onyx. There's bedellium. All these beautiful stones na inaapakan niya. And then he said, you can eat anything. All the fruits here, mga lansones, kaimito, strawberries, everything you can eat. You enjoy it. And then he gave him the responsibility to take care of the other creatures, the animals. He named the animals. Adam was so blessed. He was so blessed. There is just one thing that God forbade him to do. Ano yun? Wag kumain sa prutas ng punong kahay na to. They call it the tree of knowledge of evil and good. Wag mong kainin yan. Mansanas ba yun? Hindi yata eh. Kaimito yata, sarapol. Diba? No, I'm, not, I'm not sure what kind of fruit is that. But don't, don't, don't eat from that tree. And so they did. You know, they enjoyed all the other trees except that until the serpent came and, and uh, uh, planted a lie. And then they believed the serpent and they ate from the tree of knowledge of evil and good. And God was disappointed. No, he was not. He was upset. No, he was not upset. He was angry. He was angry at Adam. Why? It's just one violation. Okay? Just one sin. Just one mistake. I didn't do it. It's the woman who, who, who uh, influenced me, who convinced me to eat from it. Oh, the woman said, it's a serpent. Can you not just forgive that, Lord? No. No. It's a violation. He broke the law. They broke the law. And God is angry. And from the moment that they, they did that and they lied to God, they felt shame. When they were okay with God, they were running the garden, fully naked. And they're not ashamed. They're not conscious of their nakedness. But when they violated that one command, they were shameful of themselves. And so they, they covered themselves. And God, God even helped them knit animal skin to cover them. So God hated them for the sin that they committed. Yet, God provided them some hope. By that act of, you know, uh, knitting animal skin to cover them. So the blessing now has turned into curse because of that one violation. And what did God do? God cursed them. 
Yes, look at your, your Bible, look at Genesis. They use the word curse. Sinumpa ng Panginoon. Silang dalawa. Sinumpa pati yung ahas, yung serpent. Sabi ng Panginoon, magmula ngayon, Adam, magsa-struggle ka na sa pag, uh, pag-ahanap ng pagkain. It's not going to be free food, you know, like you have in the Garden of Eden. In fact, you will not be in the Garden of Eden. He, uh, Christ, uh, no, I mean, God banished them, ejected them from the Garden of Eden. At sinara ang Garden of Eden at binabantayan ng, ng angel para walang papasok. So, they were cursed. They were cursed. Blessing turned into curse. Wow, what, what a tragedy. Napakalungkot, di ba? Napakalungkot. Bless na bless ka na, bigla ka pang na, na, na sum, sinumpa ng Panginoon. Dahil lang sa isang pagkakamali. And that pagkakamali is so, so important, so valuable to God. So, at bakit? Bakit sinumpa ng Panginoon? Sina Adam, isa lang namang kasalanan yun. Diba? Pwedeng pagbigyan na, i-overlook na, you know, just, you know, let it go. No. You know why? Because God is a holy God. God is a holy God. Our, our text says, uh, Isaiah 6 verse 3, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with His glory. So God is holy. You know what holy means? It means you are pure, you are blameless, you have no sin at all. The Bible says, uh, God has no, in, in Him there is no darkness at all. Walang bahid na dumi sa Panginoon. He's up there. The, 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 the angel said, holy, holy, holy. You know, in, in, in Hebrew, if a word is repeated more than once, twice, when Christ said, verily, verily, or truly, truly, you have to pay attention. This is important. This is valuable. And then, holy, 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 three times, means God is holy at the maximum power, the nth power. He is up there, over and above all the other prophets and all the other People, all the saints, all the pastors, he's up there, he's alone, he's holy, holy, holy by himself alone. I can't truly explain holiness. Hard to grasp, but all of the attributes of God, holiness is his best, greatest title. God is sovereign, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent. He is loving, he is merciful, he is gracious, but holiness is his beauty. It is his beauty. His holiness compels people to, the, 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 the angels in heaven to bow and fall on their knees. To say, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. And so we should do the same thing when we pray to God. Let's not take for granted that, oh, God is like, no, some kind of a na nagte-text ka habang nagpe-pray na you know, hindi ka nagpe-pay attention you are diminishing the holiness of God in you okay, God is still holy but you have the wrong attitude if you don't revere the Lord because He is holy, holy, holy Amen so God is angry at sin because He is holy. Holiness and sin can't mix. God cannot 
fellowship with sin. No. That's against his nature. Holiness is his nature. It's his attribute. Sin cannot mix with holiness. No. No way. John 3 verse 6. Anyone who believes in God's Son has eternal life. Anyone who doesn't obey the Son will never experience eternal life but remains under God's angry judgment. So if you have sin, if you are living a sinful life, God will judge you. And you know what happens when God judges you because of your sin. Next Sunday I'm going to talk about the justice and mercy of God. And Ephesians 2 verse 3 says, All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. You know what happened to the curse of Adam? It extended to all people who followed after him. All the generations that came after Adam were cursed to. You and me. We were born DOA, dead on arrival. Because of Adam, we inherited the sinful nature of Adam. It's not us who sin in the garden, but we were cursed. Every, everyone who followed after Adam is cursed. Your children, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren have a sinful nature. They, are, they have a cursed nature. Tragic, no? Nakalungkot, no? So, ang, ang debate sa U.S., sa mga theologians and so, mga philosophers, sabi nila, man is basically good. Do you believe that? Man is basically good? No! Man is not basically good. Man is basically evil. Is evil because of the sin of our sinful nature. Pwede ko nang tapusin ang sermon ko. Right now. Man is condemned. Man is cursed. We are all cursed. Our grandchildren, grandchildren, great-grandchildren are all cursed. So I can go. We go home. We are all cursed. You know. Pero may bad. Okay? But God is a loving, merciful, gracious God. That's also His nature. Amen? It's also His nature. And, and uh, He has actually planned everything. Even before the creation of the earth. Even before He started creation, He already has a plan for man. It's in the Bible. He's not... Reacting to what man does. Okay? Hindi siya yung, oh, ganitong ginawa nila, violate nila yung batas, kaya I have to do this. No. He, he's, he's an all-knowing God, omniscient God. Alam niya kung ano ang mangyayari, at nangyari, at mangyayari pa. He knows everything. He has planned out everything. So, maraming questions. Paano yan? So, alam na pala ng Diyos ang lahat ng nangyayari? Yes! Okay, would you like a God who does not know everything? Who is just 
puzzled about, ya, bakit kinawa niya ito? Anong gagawin ko ngayon? No, the God, our God is not like that. He is all-knowing, omniscient, He's sovereign God. He knows what to do. So, He said, I'm gonna enter into a covenant with some people. Started with Abraham. Of course, you know Abraham. Sa yung tatay ni Moses, di ba? No, in the Okay, so Moses, uh, Abraham, I asked somebody before in, in, in the States, do you know Abraham? Oh, yeah, 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 I know Abraham. He has seven children. Seven children as Father Abraham has. That's all I know about Abraham. So, it's, it, I would advise everyone to read your Old Testament. Sometimes, you know, Old Testament, nagirap maintindihan, especially if you don't start with Leviticus, because if you start with Leviticus, you will end up not reading anything from the Old Testament. Diba? But the Old Testament is very a valuable tool to understand the gospel, the message of Jesus Christ. If you neglect reading, knowing the, 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 the rich substance of the Old Testament, it's hard to understand the New Testament and the, the gospel message about Christ. So, a lot of things you will discover in the Old Testament. Matutuwa ka na lang. Pag binasa mong Genesis the first time, and you don't know the gospel so much, sasabihin mo, oh, it's just a story. I don't know if I, don't, if I would even believe this. But then, if you know the gospel and go back to Genesis, go back to Exodus, you'll say, oh, God is or has already been laying the foundation of His plan. It started with Genesis. Okay? And so God entered into covenant with Abraham. Abraham was a pagan. But when God called him, see, God called him. He belongs to a pagan tribe. And then, Tinawag and Abraham believed. Believe that was the voice of God. Sabi ng Panginoon sa kanya, he entered into covenant. You know what a covenant is? It's like a contract. It's a legal contract. It's an agreement. Uh, an ordinary agreement is where two persons agree to do something. They have terms and conditions. But in a covenant, God's covenant, God dictates the terms and conditions. He doesn't ask your opinion. Okay? Why? Because His will is perfect. His will is perfect. If he asks your opinion and you contribute your opinion to the covenant, walang mangyayari. Okay? It's gonna fail. Because man always fails. See, Adam failed. Okay? So, Abraham, nagumpisa kay Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing to many nations. Your descendants will, will uh, be like the stars in heaven. Okay, so you will, his descendants will be uh, the, the beginning of the Jewish nation. So nagkaroon si Abraham, and then Isaac, and then Jacob, and from Jacob, nagkaroon ng 12 tribes uh, galing sa mga anak niya. You should know that. Okay, everybody should know that. Every Christian who is serious about the Bible should know that. Okay, that there are 12 tribes of Israel at doon nagumpisa ang Jewish nation. Okay? And then uh, the Jewish nation was led first by a guy named Moses. Everybody knows Moses who, who watched the Exodus movie. Okay? But I don't suggest that you get your 
Bible knowledge from movies like Passion of the Christ or Exodus. Sometimes they misinterpret. Sometimes they 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 do things outside of the Bible for cinematic purposes. Read your Bible. That's where the, the knowledge about the Word of God, you know, the will of God, comes from. Read your Bible. And so we see that God brought out using Moses the tribes, members of the tribes of Israel from, from uh, Egypt, where they were slaves for hundreds of years. And while they traveled to supposedly the promised land, God was with them. Every time, God was with them. When they camp in the desert, they make sure that, that the Ark of the Covenant is there. The God's presence, I should say, is there. Okay, God uh, appears as a cloud, daytime, and as fire at nighttime, blessing them and guiding them. Para hindi sila malamigan at hindi mainitan masyado. And then he provided them manna, provided them water. Okay, blessings. Alright, when God acts, he wants to bless his people. He wants to bless his people. And then, uh, God gave his commandments. You're familiar with the Ten Commandments? Do you know that? Honor the Father. Do not, you know, observe the Sabbath day. Uh, thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's goods. All these Ten Commandments. He gave them. It's part of the covenant with Moses. Okay? Yun ang kanilang contract with Moses. You, I want you to obey. Ten commandments. Okay? Obey the ten commandments. And there are other laws that God gave Moses that arise from the ten commandments. He gave them some ceremonial uh, rules. You know, when they do their sacrificial system, he gave all the rules. Para maging perfect ang ang uh, system where man will be uh, redeemed from their sins. So, nagkaroon ng, ng uh, blessings, uh, I mean promises ng Panginoon. Now, let's look at Deuteronomy 28. It's one of the, the covenants, the agreements of God. Okay, is it, is it in the screen? It's, it's quite a long uh, verse. If you can. Okay, there you go. Deuteronomy 28, starting in verse 1. It says, If you fully obey the Lord, your God, and caref- the Lord your God, and carefully keep all His commands, you obey His commands, that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. That's a promise to the nation of Israel. Uh, you will experience all these blessings if you what? Obey. If you obey the Lord, your God. You, okay, go ahead. Next. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Wow. Blessing. Your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Diba? Sarap nang, nang, nang makarinig ng mga ganong blessings. Wherever you go, 
Whatever you do, you will be blessed. The condition is obey. Obey. Okay? And the Lord will conquer your enemies. When they attack you, they will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in His ways, the Lord will establish you as His people as He swore He would do. So these are the blessings, examples of blessings that God has promised to those who obey. But what if you disobey? What's going to happen? Let's look. The Yimaha verses. Same uh, chapter. Okay, so it's going to give you prosperity. Go ahead. Uh, the Lord will send rain at the proper time. Part of the blessings. And go to the curses. Okay, you must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today, nor follow after other gods and worship them. Okay, that's important. But if you refuse to listen to the Lord, your God, ito na, ang mga curses, mga sumpa, and do not obey all the commands and decrees I am giving you today, all these curses will command and overwhelm you. Okay, your towns and your fields will be cursed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be cursed. Opposite ng, ng na, na, nabasa natin ng una, di ba? Instead of blessings, curses naman. Your children and your crops will be cursed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be cursed. Everything you do will be cursed. Everybody you associate with will, will be cursed. Your, your uh, baker will be cursed. Your uh, barber will be cursed. Everybody will be cursed if you disobey. That's a curse. That's, that's, that's what the uh, Lord uh, uh, gave us a system for them. If you obey, you will be blessed. If you disobey, you will be cursed. Now question, has anybody succeeded in completely obeying the law? Has there been anybody except Christ, except Jesus Christ, who obeyed? No. Nobody ever succeeded in obeying completely, perfectly the law. The requirement is perfect obedience. And you're okay with God. Okay? Otherwise, you are cursed. It is very important for the Jew to get the blessings of God. Very important for them to get the blessings of God. Uh, the, the word blessedness or blessed has a theological meaning to the Jewish people. It's not just happy or joyful. No, it's more than that. In fact, may mga verse, mga translations na Bible, instead of using blessed, said beatitudes, blessed are the poor in spirit, you know, blessed are the, the hungry. Instead, na blessed ang ginamit, happy ang ginamit. And some real theologians said, di pwede yun. Because for the Jews, blessedness is a different word from 
simple word, happiness, or happy. Okay? And you find that in the Hebrew benediction, in number 6, verses 22 to 26. Okay? Sinabi ni ng Lord kay Kay Moses, sabihin mo kay Aaron, this is how you're going to bless the people of Israel. This is how. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show His favor and give you His peace. In, in the ESV, the uh, uh, ESV version, it says, May the Lord bless, bless you and keep you. May the, the Lord turn His smile on your face and be gracious to you and may the Lord uh, turn his face toward you and give you peace so blessedness for the the Jew is being having uh, the, the smile of God upon you seeing God smiling at you Okay? That means you have gained the favor of the Lord. God is pleased with you. You are blessed. You are not cursed. So it is admonished. The, the, uh, the Psalms and, and, and uh, the prophets admonish the Jews to always seek the face of the Lord. Always seek the face of the Lord. Okay? So, uh, to be able to look God in the face is the ultimate blessing. To be able to seek the fa- uh, to to look at the face of God is the ultimate blessings. First Chronicles sixteen verses ten to eleven says, "Exalt in His holy name, rejoice you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for His strength. Continually seek Him. Continually seek Him. And so when God turns His face away from you, when God um, doesn't smile at you anymore." then that means that God has forsaken you. You are cursed. You are condemned. Okay? Uh, Psalm 27, verses 8 to 9. My heart has heard you say, Come and talk with me. And my heart responds, Lord, I am coming. Do not turn your back on me. Do not reject your servant in anger. You have always been my helper. Don't leave me now. Don't forsake me. Don't abandon me, O God, of my salvation. So God condemns, curses those who disobey. Okay? Uh, Romans 2, verses 12 to 16 uh, tells us that uh, we are not, I mean, the law is applicable only to the Jews, right? It's for the Jews. It's for the Israelites. But how about us, Gentiles? Those who are in the Bible, if you are not a Jew, you are called a Gentile. Okay? You are a Gentile. And so how about us? We are Gentiles because we are not Jews. Is the law applicable to us? Does, does our violation of the law invite the anger of God toward us? The answer is yes. Because we see in Romans uh, 2 verses 12 to 16, when the Gentiles sin, they will be destroyed, even though they never had God's written law. And the Jews who do have God's law will be judged by that law. When they fail to obey it, for merely listening to the law, 
doesn't make us right with God. It is obeying the law that makes us right in His sight. Even Gentiles, that's us, who do not have God's written law, show that they know His law when they instinctively obey it, even without having heard it. They demonstrate that that God's law is written in their hearts for their own conscience and thoughts, either accuse them or tell them they are doing right. And this is the message I proclaim, that the day is coming when God, through Christ Jesus, will judge everyone's secret life. You know, the law of God is written in our hearts. It's written in our consciences. Okay? We don't have to be Jews to, 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 to follow, you know, to, to be bound by that law. Because the law of God is written in our hearts. It's written in our conscience. Okay? So we are also uh, disobedient to the law because we have not perfectly complied with the Ten Commandments. How many of you did not lie? How many of you haven't lied? How many of you have not stolen at least a ball pen from your seatmate? How many of you have not coveted, desired to have the goods, the, the, the... Probably the car of your neighbor. Everybody sins. Everybody has broken the Ten Commandments. So we are all cursed. We are all condemned. We are all judged. Okay? So disobedience results in a curse. Uh, The Bible says no one is righteous. Romans uh, 3, verses 9 to 18, it's a long verse, but no one is righteous. No one is seeking God. Everybody sinned. We all fall short of the glory of God. Okay? So we know that. We all fall short of the glory of God. So we all deserve condemnation. We all deserve to be cursed. And I can end my message here again. And we go home. Thinking, oh, we're cursed. We have no hope. We're all condemned. We're all going to, to, to die and go to hell. But thank God, praise God, God's love, mercy, and grace becomes evident when Jesus, when Jesus went to the cross, willingly went to the cross. For us. Okay? Jesus became sin for us. Second Corinthians 5 verse 21. For God made Christ who never sinned to be the offering for our sin. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. Okay? And Jesus took the curse for us. We're supposed to be cursed, but Jesus took the curse for us. And you know what happened? He was crying, Lord, why did you, God, why did you forsake me? He's, he's crying to God. And some, some people, if you, if you Google it, you would see, did, did the, the father really forsake, forsake Jesus, his son? And you would find a lot of opinions 
And opinions would, would vary from, no, he's just feeling forsaken, Jesus is just abandoned. Oh no, Christ is just being human, expressing his pain, you know, at the time. He's disappointed with who things were because his apostles abandoned him, his followers abandoned him. And God appears to have abandoned him. So all this. But did Jesus Christ say, my God, my God, why do I feel forsaken? He didn't say that. He said, I have been, why did you forsake me? So God actually, indeed, forsook him. God abandoned him at the time. Why? Because Christ was filthy. He carried the sins of the world. Your sin, my sin, the sins of our children and our grandchildren and our great-great-grandchildren and the people in the past. From the time of Adam, he carried all their sins. He was covered with sin. God, his Father, the Holy God, who wouldn't mix, who wouldn't fellowship with sin, he couldn't bear to see his son, his very own son, covered with sin, dirty, filthy. Marumi. So he turned his face away from his Son, for the first time, for the first time, the fellowship between God, between the Father and the Son was broken. And all this, Jesus Christ endured, and the Father endured, because of our sins. Because he wants, because it is in the plan of God to redeem us from ours, our, uh, from the bondage of sin. Okay, from eternal damnation. So, Jesus Christ took the curse for us. Okay, Galatians 3 verse 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on a tree. So Jesus Christ became the ultimate sacrifice. He didn't deserve it. You know, he's completely sinless. He didn't do any wrong. He's perfect in his obedience to the Lord. But he was used as the ultimate sacrifice. You know, I told you that the, the, the God, God instituted a system where the Israelites can be forgiven of their sins through their animal sacrifices. So periodically, or every year, and in some seasons, they would offer unblemished animals, yung mga walang depekto na animal, para i-offer ng high priest para sa kasalanan ng nation of Israel at kasalanan ng mga individual uh, Jews. But that didn't work. You know, the, the system is perfect, but they just kept on sinning. Okay, so every year they go to the altar to sacrifice the animals. But now, they don't have to do that. Because God has offered His Son as the ultimate sacrifice. The perfect Lamb. The unblemished, perfect Lamb. Who is going to, to take away the sins of the world once and for all. Okay? So, God is so rich in kindness and grace that He purchased our freedom. With the blood of His Son. And forgave our sins. Everybody say, wow. wow. Uh, this is a time for us to, to applaud and to praise God. Hallelujah. God had a plan 
from the very start. Why, you know why you are here? You know why you love to listen to the word of God? Why you come here every Sunday? Why you meet with your cell groups and read the word and listen to the pastor? Because God has given you that gift of faith. Okay? The gift of faith. It's not from, it's not from you. You did not generate that faith. You did not create that faith. God gave you the faith. Okay? And you use that faith to praise the Lord, to, to call upon the name of the Lord. So that the Holy Spirit can indwell you. And you become part of His, part of the kingdom of God. So Jesus curse on the cross turned into a blessing for us. Kaya kung kayo'y nalulungkot minsan, kayo'y uh, naiinggit sa mga blessings ng ibang tao, at nagko-complain kayo sa Panginoon, wala man lang akong ka-blessing-blessing, mga kapitbahay ko, bless na bless sila. Hindi pa sila kristyano, bless na sila. May bago silang kotse, may bago pa silang TV. Ako, wala. Ha, you don't understand your blessings as a result of the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. You are so blessed. You are so blessed. And let, let me give you the, uh, these blessings. Mention some of, uh, a few of these blessings in your outline. There is no more condemnation. You are no longer condemned from sin. Okay, so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus Christ. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life-giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. Okay, and uh, number two, Christ lives in us. Romans 8 verse 10, And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. Okay? And you are also adopted children of God. Can you imagine that kind of blessing? You are adopted children of God and all the others, all the others in your community who have not who don't have Christ in them are going to be condemned if they don't receive Christ. They will not be adopted children. They're they're mabastarto, uh, right? So, but you, because Christ is in you, you are an adopted child of God and that is something to celebrate every day in our life okay and because and is it something that I feel like I'm adopted or is it no it's just so in, in the book of Romans Romans 8 verses 14 15 so we have to read the word so we will know what the, the what God says about us Okay? Sometimes we just feel, you know, we base our belief on emotions, you know. I feel like I'm blessed today, but tomorrow you are not blessed, and the next day you are blessed again, you know. But if you know the Word of God, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The truth will give you goodness. Dunsa Romans 15, sinabi ni Paul sa mga Romans, he commended the Romans for their goodness. For their kindness, their generosity, you know, 
Romans and he says, you are good because you know the truth. You have knowledge and you share this knowledge to other people. So if you have the right knowledge about God, then you will behave according to that knowledge, according to the truth. So I encourage you to read your word, to read the Bible, to study, to meditate on the word of God. And God's, God's heirs, we are tagapagmana. Tagapagmana na Panginoon. Romans 8 verse 17. And since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. Together with Christ daw. Kasama natin ang Panginoon. Just imagine that Christ is beside you and you are both you know, in front of the Father. Okay? You are brothers. With, with, with uh, Jesus Christ, you are co-heirs of God's glory. And, but if we are to share His glory, we also share His suffering. Okay, that's another topic. Nothing can separate us. Nothing can separate us from God's love. If you have received Christ in your heart, if Christ is in you, the Holy Spirit is in you, the Holy Spirit uh, uh, is put in your heart as a guarantee of the promises of God. That's not my opinion. That's what the Bible says. Okay? The Holy Spirit is a guarantee that all the promises of God will be accomplished in your life for eternity. Because that's a, that was a, a promise by God. And then you have, of course, eternal life. Eternal life. John 3.16, For this is how God loved the world. He gave His one and only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. You know what eternal life is? Eternal. Walang hangganan. Walang hangganan sarap na mamuhay. Bakit? Kasi kasama natin ang Panginoon. You know, Adam, before he committed this, the sin, was supposed to live for eternity with, with God. Okay? In, in, in paradise. But he violated uh, God's command. He, when he violated God's command, he died. He died a natural death. Sabi na Panginoon, from dust you came, from dust you will go back. He died a natural death. He died a spiritual death because he broke his fellowship with, with, with God. When we were born, we were DOA, we, were, we have a sinful nature, we were, we were also dead. But the Holy Spirit regenerated us. He gave us life. He gave us life and faith. So that we can profess, so that we can declare God as our Lord and Savior. Christ as our Lord and Savior. So that faith does not come from you. Your salvation is by grace alone. Through faith in Christ. It's by grace alone. And when you say alone, it's alone. It's not something uh, 99% God, 1% you. No. It's not 50-50%. 50-50. It's not 99.9% God, 0.1% you. No. It's 100% God. God made it possible for us to be saved 
by grace. It's salvation by grace through faith. And that faith is a gift from God. Ephesians 2 verse 8. Are you blessed? So what shall I do now? What shall I do now? Now if you are here for the first time or for several times already every Sunday and you're enjoying the fellowship, but still do not understand the gospel. This is time for you to be serious because I just shared to you the gospel. The gospel of the Lord has the power to save men. Okay? And if you have doubts, if you have questions, you know, if you have uh, things that is bothering you about your faith, about your relationship with Christ, go to your leaders. Okay? Go home. Read the word again. Brother Noel, Brother Noel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, dig more. Or I'm gonna ask Pastor Tim. Tim, can we have an audience? I have questions, a lot of questions. I want to be sure when I accept Christ. I want to be sure. Okay? I wanna. I don't want to accept Christ when I'm under pressure by my peers. You know, they're they're pushing me in front to to accept Christ. And then when I go home, I'm back to my old ways. You know, I'm taking, you know, alcohol again or doing drugs or womanizing. You know, I want us to really look into our hearts and read the word. Ask counsel from your leaders. From Pastor Tim, Pastor Bambi. Before you declare that Lord... Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Okay? So, that's, that is what I would suggest for you to do. You know, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross is not, does not mean that everyone is saved. Every person is saved. No. No. And a lot of, you know, people especially those who, be, who believe in universalism, that because God loves us, He died for everyone on the cross. So the cross uh, guaranteed everybody's salvation, even those who do not believe. But that is not what the Bible is saying. John 3.6, they would quote John 3.16, they would say, for God so loved the world, period. And they forget all about the next phrase. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son so that Everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So, who gets saved? Everyone who believes. Everyone who believes. So if you don't believe, you're here and you don't believe. You have people, you know, at home or in the office or anywhere who think they will be saved even though they don't believe. Hey, talk to them and show them the Bible. Bring them here so that they will learn the gospel. Okay? So believe and declare. If you believe, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone 
calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And then confirm your faith by your works. Okay? We are, yes, we are not saved by our works. That's, everybody knows that. I mean, the Christians know that. We are not saved by our works, but we are saved by grace through faith. Okay? We are safe for, to do good works. Okay? Our faith leads us to do good works. Kaya, itong cell group discussion na nandun sa outline ninyo, meron nakalagay dito, ano-ano mga blessings na naranasan mo sa buhay mo lately? Okay. Uh, yes, answer that question. Also include, ano ang mga blessings na prinamis ng Panginoon, na sinabi ng Panginoon sa Biblia? Dahil si Kristo ay napako sa cross. Because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. He was forsaken. Imagine Christ was forsaken by His Father. You know why He did that? So that we will not be forsaken by the Father. So that the Father will not turn His face away from us. It was Christ who suffered the curse. Okay? For us. When you follow when you follow Christ, you will be blessed. You will be blessed. I, I guarantee you that. You will be blessed. He will always have your back. You know, I have a wonderful experience in my flight to the, to the Philippines. I was there at the uh, LAX, uh, Los Angeles International Airport, very early. I checked in. I'm the third of the people, you know, lining up. To, to check in and when it was my turn I gave the passport sabi ng, ng uh, babae sa counter sabi niya your passport is expired sabi ko no it's not expired I just renewed my passport no pinakita niya sa akin and then I realized I got my old passport oh boy I, I drove two hours from my home to the airport and it was 9.25 and they closed at 11.20 so sabi ko can I make it if I ask my son to bring the passport? So, he did. He came. His ETA is 11.04 something, 11.05. So I only have like 10 minutes to check in. And so, the, the pilot of the airplane is my buddy. He's my good friend. You know, we, we, we were roommates in college. So I texted him. I told him, what will I do? I may not make it. And he said, no, Brad, don't worry. I will delay the flight if you don't make it. <laughs> okay, wow. He will delay the flight. And then he came to me. I was there waiting for my son. He came to me and he said, uh, he, he called his uh, flight steward, the one in charge of all the stewardesses and stewards, said, take care of this, of my friend. Okay, when the passport comes in, you take him and bring him to the plane. And so he, he told me, uh, Brad, please be the last one to board the plane. So he will take care of me. He will find a, the best seat. And I did. You know, I boarded last. I, I got the premium economy seat. Sabi niya, sayang, walang business class na available. Sana doon ko sa business class. Okay, and then I was, I feel so privileged, you know. I know the pilot. I know the pilot. I wanted to wear a shirt. I know the pilot. So everyone would, would, uh, would be envious of me. In fact, some of the people around me, 
And I was seated, wala akong katabi dito, wala akong katabi dyan. And then the pilot came, and people were surprised. This is the pilot. He was talking to me, he was bringing ice cream and other goodies to me. And I felt so privileged, I felt so honored. And then he, he called, the, he asked the steward to bring me to the cockpit. And then we had our pictures taken there, selfie, you know. And then we left together the airplane when it landed. The point is, you know, when, you're, when you know the pilot of your life, God, He will have your back always. He's got to give you blessings and blessings and blessings.